Welcome to Live the Fuel, where we fuel your health, business, and lifestyle. And now, your host, Scott Mulvaney, and our regular sports nutritionist co host, Aaron Sparrow. All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another Live the Fuel podcast show. So, this episode is actually this new two part follow up process. We're trying something new with our regular monthly co-hosts. So today, we're bringing back, if you actually listened to the September episode with our regular sports nutritionist, we're digging deep today into things involving daily versus sports periodization of your nutrition. And also, we dug into the last episode things called creating... We'll call them healthy islands, little snack sessions, food sourcing, etc. So, uh, without further ado, our regular co-host, the master behind sports nutrition herself, Erin Sparold. Welcome back to the show. Hi, Scott. Thank you for having me back. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, this is your first time where we're trying out, trying to get better at time management because we've always done like hour long episodes over the, mm-hmm. over the history of the show. Now we're going to try and say, Hey, Aaron's got a lot going on. You're a super mom. You got kids and you're a sports nutritionist working with athletes. Let's try these shorter segments. Where we can hit harder, hit faster. And maybe it benefits the audience too, because they get fast hitting points in 30 minutes or less. Right. Sounds good. So yep. did, I get busy. Did, did I, did I preface this episode enough of what we just recorded? Cause like literally ladies and gentlemen, we're actually just recording both of these shows back to back. Uh, we just hit stop and hit record again. So, but that way the content's fresh and we could tie this together. So yep, perfect. Was, was there something I missed that you want to make sure it comes into this episode today that the listeners should be ready for? I really want to focus on the idea of these creating healthy islands, which means a little bit of, um, advanced prep, prepping ahead, meal planning, menu planning. Um, really, a lot of times when people think about their meals, they tend to overthink it. And they tend to think that they've got to create these big meals. But really, let's take it apart and simplify it a little bit and think of it more like you need to assemble a fueling. You need to put foods together that are going to fuel your body appropriately. And it doesn't have to be a gourmet meal. I mean, you know me, Scott, and you know I love to cook and create beautiful meals. But even for myself and for my own kids, there are days I'm running out the door and it's two hard boiled eggs, a half an avocado and I'm out. Um, so I've assembled a fueling for what my body needs for that day. If I was getting ready to go out for a training, then it would probably be a couple hard boiled eggs and maybe some fruit or one of my generation U cans to give me some carbohydrate fueling for my training. Mm -hmm. But if I'm just heading out the door to work, not going to train, I don't need to periodize my nutrition for my training. Just going to have some fats and protein, a couple hard boiled eggs, a half an avocado, and I'm out the door on my way to work. Sometimes it's not even half an avocado because that's too much work. So it's two hard boiled eggs, a some cashews and I'm out the door. Well, let's pause on that because I'm literally for listeners, uh, make sure you check out the video feed or just follow her at Aaron Sparold on Instagram, E R I N S P A R R O L D because, uh, in her Instagram feed, especially not just Facebook, but she shares a lot of like her cooking and snacking because she is a super mom and mm-hmm. she is on the go and she does have a lot of cool snacks and, and different meals you've prepped and you actually do athletic sports and do triathlons mm-hmm. and yeah. everything else. So yeah, you're, you're a busy girl. So I am. on this piece that we're talking about, I think people underestimate the power of small snacking. Like I know there's been a lot of magazine articles saying, Oh, well you got to eat six times a day. Trust me. I used to be one of those guys. Yeah. Like, whereas we talked on the last episode that 
I have done a lot of experimentation and testing around more ketogenic style training and mm -hmm. getting my body into a state of ketosis and doing extended fasted states. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, it takes time and you have to test it and you have to feel it out. But mm -hmm. And listen what, to the feedback your body gives you and adjust. Yes, because yes. there's a problem. We talked in the last show about excessive sugar intake um, and how our gut biology, we only touched lightly on it, your gut biology gets all jacked up. So what you don't realize is that your the human body is an amazing machine. The human body will adapt. It will move past it because it has to keep you going. So what we don't realize is we actually lose the sensitivity of our body actually talking to us. And then we don't realize we're not able to listen to our body because our body can't talk to us anymore because our maybe our nutrition is that bad. Am, yeah. I wrong, am, am I wrong on that? <laughs> you know, I think what it is, is we, we kind of adapt to feeling a certain way. Yeah. And a lot of times when we, when I go into and I clean up somebody's diet and they start eating healthier, they start to go, oh my gosh, I just feel like a different person. They didn't realize they were kind of running at a low level of yuck mm. because they had become so just adapted to it and used to it. And then they clean up their diet. They've got better sustainable energy. They've got maybe fewer headaches. They're less bloated. They're digesting better. All of that starts to work better. And then all of a sudden they're feeling better. So I think we, we just adapt. Yeah. Well, so let's tie that by listening to your body, feeling it, and realizing what works and what doesn't, right? Let's tie that back to what you just got to get. You just started talking examples of these little healthy uh, food islands or whatever mm -hmm. you want to call mm -hmm. them, right? Is it doesn't need to be rocket science. Like It, it takes, really doesn't. It takes 12 minutes. You take a dozen of eggs. You throw it in a pot. Or you mm -hmm. get that you, that cool cook a baking technique where you warm the oven up and you throw them in a, in a, in a, in a, like a muffin pan. Uh, mm -hmm. you, could, you could bake hard boil your eggs versus like not boiling them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but they're, and it's so it easy. 12 to minutes. The perfect hard boil mm -hmm. is 12 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then you, easy. It, it's holy crap guys. Like, but the egg is such a perfect food. I know that's mm -hmm. obviously hardcore vegans or something like that are not going to embrace this, but that is not my target audience. So I don't care. Let's focus <laughs> on, uh, the omnivore <laughs> listener, right? So, <laughs> Um, Tell it like it is, Scott. <laughs> hey, I, it's my show. I do that. So I, I respect people's decisions. They can do that. But FYI, you're missing a lot of key nutrients in your in your life. Definitely. Mi you know, minerals and yeah. vitamins. So Totally other podcast. <laughs> totally other podcast. So <laughs> yeah. these food islands, these snacks, mm -hmm. it literally could just be two hard-boiled eggs or an avocado. The mm -hmm. healthy nutrient density in an avocado, the potassium that we hinted at in the last episode, mm -hmm. the healthy fats, the, the avocado oils that are inside mm -hmm. of that fruit, amazing, amazing. Mm -hmm. And you will be – people are so surprised when you just switch to something so simple like that, how satisfied they are for so long. But that's just having the fats and proteins balanced in your diet better and the carbohydrates and the sugars pulled back. But yeah, because if you're very satisfying, I grab a half an avocado all the time when I'm running out the door. So if you're healthy islands, though, mm -hmm. because let's you look at Instagram, right? You look at the magazines we hinted at in the last episode. Unfortunately, when, when people see, oh, this is healthier, this is nutrition. I see tons of bright, gorgeous photography promoting fruit, 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 fruit. That's mm -hmm. right. I'm saying fruit, people. So it's what people don't realize is that vegetables are great for you, not just the meat, right? And even though I, mm. I, I am very carnival right now, but that's me. I'm testing that. But what I'm hinting at here is that 
Yes, you can overload on fruit, even though it's not a processed manufactured sugar that's in preserved foods that we talked about in the last episode. But Mm -hmm. if your food islands throughout the day are a bowl of strawberries and then Mm -hmm. you're having a half a banana and then you're having some cantaloupe, like, okay, those are flash in the pans, right? Am I wrong on that? They're they're quick burning fuels. Now let's let's dial back just a bit. I want to make sure I'm really, really clear here. Fruits Mm -hmm. are not bad. They are loaded with nutrient density, vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, all these important nutrient dense pieces of our diet that we absolutely need, but they are a higher sugar source. Mm -hmm. So whenever I have my anybody really consuming or I consume fruit, I always have it with a protein and a fat. So if I have strawberries, I have it with nuts. If I have strawberry or or if I have um, grapes, I'm having a half an avocado with it. I'm always pairing my fruits with proteins and fats or with fats. You know, sometimes we mentioned that in the last show. That's why I want to make sure we brought that up again is like, hey, I'm not Granted, I I'm Mister. I for literally the past year, like the only fruit source that's entered my body would be red wine. (laughs) I'm still (laughs) balancing my life. Um, Gotta have that balance. And literally fatty fruits. It's resveratrol and ethyl 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 alcohol solution. I couldn't get that out. Well, resveratrol. And it helped that I had my full DNA analysis done by Dr. Anthony J. And I have the genetic marker that actually says that red wine actually does well with me. So there you go. And and I consume uh, caffeine fifty percent faster than most human beings. So I'd love my coffee. So, mm-hmm. but the, the the real that's why I wanted to hit on that because I knew you would jump in on that because yeah. it is the combination factor. If mm-hmm. the human body, it's the way our organs process it and break it all down and absorb these nutrients and everything else, but it's so crucial to balance that sugar load with a fat slash protein load to slow that process down, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And for to help with the glycemic load, but also to help with some of the absorbability of some of the nutrients, mm-hmm. some, even with your vegetables, some of the, the vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, all of those, some of them are fat soluble. So if you're consuming those fruits and vegetables with a fat source, you're getting better absorbability of those nutrients. Mm. For years in the 80s and 90s, we were eating all of our salads fat-free. We were not absorbing a lot of those important fat-soluble vitamins oh, from God, yeah. well as well. Yeah. yeah. And we talked about that in the last episode too, how a lot of the modern manufactured salad dressings are god-awful. You make your own. I don't mm-hmm. even bother. I just put amazing – again, not all olive oil is the same, but the olive oil that I source from Villa Capelli, pure. So that's amazing. I just drizzle that if I have a salad or I put that on my meat, mm-hmm. and it's, it's amazing. But mm-hmm. to your point here is that – to dig deeper into these, these healthy islands to help with the athletes periodization of their, of their snacking throughout the day Mm -hmm. for pre-fuel and post-fuel. And I love the fact that we've been using this word because this is my buzzword. This is our buzzword is like fuel your health, your business, your lifestyle, fuel your body Mm -hmm. the right way. And it's Mm -hmm. so crucial because the reason why I talk so much about cutting the sugars and increasing the healthy fats is your angle is creating the balance there. Me, I just mm-hmm. know that fat is is the preferred fuel of the body. It's been proven by science and doctors. It's just, you know, unfortunately, it's it's gotten, it fell off the radar for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you and I have talked about that. So, but the other piece here is the hormonal impact. And we've talked about it before. Leptin and ghrelin are two of your, you know, nicknamed hunger hormones, and they're constantly mm-hmm. at a flux. Well, if you have a sugar-loaded diet, those things are confused. Like they're, they're what yeah. is going on? It's yeah, it a roller coaster ride. But if yeah. you're consuming healthy sugars like the fruit sources, right? But then to your point, you're that come with in fiber. fiber. Our right? natural 
sugar sources also are packaged with fiber. Yes. Yes. So, here's the thing. I, I, I'm interested right now. Okay. Go ahead. Periodization. What if? Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I'm anti-juicing. Just gonna go ahead and say it. I'm gonna throw it right out there. Why? Because you're stripping the fiber, the fiber out. So mm-hmm. if you're trying to help with your sport periodization, maybe maybe you're meal prepping. Again, we're talking about creating those islands. islands. Mm-hmm. But now you do things like like juicing. Okay, hopefully you're adding in fat into that or something. Like you're making a fat shake. It's not just shoot because you just, you just okay you stripped all the fiber out. Now you're left with a sugar mm-hmm. bomb. Oh my God! Please add in coconut oil or something yes. to add a fat element into that because you're just mm-hmm. gonna bomb your hormones with it. Mm-hmm. granted it's sourced from fruit, but you're or drinking vegetable. a sugar bomb. Some people juice their vegetables. Yeah. You know that, and that's something that. You know, you say you're anti-juicing. I don't want to come out and say I'm anti-juicing because oh, I don't I dislike <laughs> the idea of having that nutrient density, like in, increasing, like like beets. Like if you can get that beet extract, it's a there's a beneficial athletic component to that. Sure. But you've got to be careful of the blood sugar spikes. So if you're creating what I've, I've juiced and I've like created kale and beet and carrot juices, but I will take that concentrated extract that I've made from the juice and I add it to a smoothie that has proteins and fats. So it's sort of like, it's not that I'm just drinking that juice. It's in addition to, to create a meal and a balance in the so macro you're using it as a building block. It's a piece of a puzzle. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you're, you're building, yeah. So you're not just saying, well, because I just juiced it, I'm just going to take it straight. Well, no, you're going to take that, what you just created was a nutrient, not not a bomb, but yeah, whatever, a nutrient package, mm-hmm. and you're building it into something, I don't want to say more complex, but more appropriate, right? You're creating that balance, mm-hmm. more dynamic, right? So mm-hmm. there's a right way and a wrong way. That's, that's, it's, the reason why I'm talking about this stuff is because people see an infomercial, or they read a magazine, or they see somebody doing this at a store. Like you watch somebody making a, ju- you assume that when you go to this supposedly a, a health bar, and mm-hmm. they're juicing something, and like, and you, you when you drink that, of course, it's like, oh my god, it's amazing. I'm like, yeah. Do you realize you're literally drinking a giant sugar bomb half the time? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like that's okay. And, I and put protein powder in it. I'm like, uh, be careful with the protein powder. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it ha- it can help reduce some of that blood sugar spike, but really you want to be making sure you've got fats. Unless, of course, this is a pre-workout. If you're having this smoothie as a pre-workout, you don't want to load your gut with a ton of fat pre-workout yeah. in the heat because you don't digest it as well and you're more likely to have GI distress. But other um, some people don't. Yeah. Other athletes, a lot of athletes have a hard time digesting fats while they're training. So maybe a pre-workout, you're looking at carbohydrates and proteins, throw the fats in after. But for sure, you need to balance out that that sugar load, even if it is coming from a healthy source like vegetables and fruits, you've, you need to balance it out. If you're stripping the fiber out of the vegetable and the fruit, you're just getting all that sugar. Your body's, the glycemic effect is going to be really high. So keeping all these elements in mind, right? Glycemic index, the mm-hmm. the, the blood sugar spikes, the, the impacts on your leptin and ghrelin hormone levels, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to, if you could picture a graph, like- the average person, because they don't know much about nutrition, I'm seeing spikes. There's mm-hmm. drops. Blood below, sugar roller coaster. Yep. Exactly. Zero, you're dropping below zero axis. Then all of a sudden you're back up again because maybe you're trying to make these healthy food islands, right? People mm-hmm. are trying. 
mm-hmm. but there's the spikes are crazy. They're we're missing tr- the balance. We're trying to smooth that curve out and get mm-hmm. either if you're an athlete that consistent power curve of consistency, or this yeah. the average person at at the office all day. Uh, guys, we're just trying to smooth it out for you. Yep. So let's talk about some ways to create and build some of these islands. So let's kind of talk through sort of a typical day and how I build my islands and islands for my kids. So um, like my house, every Sunday, especially once school starts, I do some meal prep. There's always some kind of meal prep happening in my kitchen on a Sunday. I'm hard boiling eggs. I'm making up this tray of like, I call it egg bake, but it's basically eggs and cottage cheese and some vegetables. And I bake it all together. My kids can grab a chunk of it when they run out the door. They can have it for a snack when they get home. Is that like a, like a, like a, like a healthy it, version of a quiche? It is just, it's got a higher fat. Well, it's got a higher protein content to it. Uh, Higher fats and proteins. Love you. Love you. That sounds amazing. Um, And it's a great way to sneak the vegetables in because I throw it with bacon and sausage. So my kids will actually eat the vegetables. You call that an egg bake? An egg bake. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I advance prep that. I'll advance prep one in this, when it's still hotter weather, I'll advance prep one big salad that can kind of sit in my fridge for a while using like a protein-based, um, bean-based pasta. I love the Explore Asian black bean pasta. It's a, it's a net protein. There's more protein than carbohydrate to it. I'll throw together a big black bean pasta salad, or I'll throw together um, a legume and um, protein-based salad with a lot of vegetables, something that we can all have to kind of go to as a quick snack. So the egg bake, my kids go for those all the time. The hard-boiled eggs, they eat those all the time. And then the big salad. In the wintertime, the salads will switch over to a soup. But on Sunday, I start to create, make a healthy island in my home. Because even though they have access to all these foods and I have access to a bunch of different foods, we don't always have time to take these fresh foods I have in the house and prepare a meal. We need to be able to open the fridge, grab something and go. Um, I also make sure we always, always have yogurts, that full fat yogurts on hand. We always have tons of nuts and seeds, cashews, almonds. And and you know what? I spend the extra money to buy them in the individual packages so that my kids can reach into the cabinet, grab a packet and walk out the door. Wait, so are you saying that much? They don't do it. So like like you're saying a pre-mixed nut mix? Yep, yeah, I actually get them at Trader Joe's. They're these little individual single serving oh. packages. See, now my hack is I go to like, well, here locally, we have uh, Queen's Nutritional Products there mm-hmm. in, uh, mm-hmm. near the airport. Yeah. And I'll go and just buy the each, the preferred nut that I want. And so my hack is I, I take a giant, like, like my, my old Ikea bit bamboo bowl, and I just dump all the nuts in and yeah. just stir them all up. And then I mix in some of my pilly nuts and then other things. And then, um, and then I, so because I don't believe in sugar and grain and mm-hmm. we don't have flour in this house. So, you know, how mm-hmm. a lot of people in kitchens, they have like the, the different size containers that traditionally you would, oh, there's a flour bin and yeah. a sugar bin. Well, huh? those are my, my nuts and my coffee bins. So, okay. so I, I <laughs> take, I take, too. I take the homemade nut and seed mix uh-huh. and yes, there's definitely seeds in there. Seeds are crucial. Good. And then yep. I, I just dump that into my, into the, into the bins. And then I have like a little travel container that, that perfectly fits in my cup holder in the car. So there's nice. all, there's always snack Great. nuts in the door of my car. Like you can find, like just find any kind of container that fits a cup holder mm-hmm. and fill it whatever you want. I mean, if, if it's dry like that, like seeds and nuts, there's always a container in my car and I do a lot of road That's tripping fabulous. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like I, all of a sudden I'm, I'm like, it's like one o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, just drive along. I'm like, huh, feel a little hungry. Hmm. That's, Boom, grab the nuts. 
Yep. Right? Yep. So, so we that's, that's how I create those nice. islands at home. There's always something here. And I, you know, I make sure that there's lots of meats and cheeses as well. Cause my kids will just take like yes. some, some, some meat and a slice of organic cheese and they'll just roll it up and eat that. So keeping it simple gets them away from the easy snack foods. If the healthier foods are simple, that's what kids want. They want simple. They don't want to do a lot of work. So keep it simple. And it, we as adults need simple too. So if you can just reach in your cabinet, grab and go, you're more likely to grab and go something healthy. Kristen does and that for herself. She's like a big kid. Like you're, she, I'll, I'll go to the butcher because I find I can get better sourced meats that way. If I know mm -hmm. where they're getting them from, that's where I get my bacon. They, they, it's like a slab and they, they fresh slice my bacon. Mm -hmm. Um, so while I'm there, I'll, I'll pick up, say she's obsessed with turkey and cheese. So we got a nice uh, roasted turkey. She's not a fan of smoked. And then she's obsessed with this one cheddar cheese. Anyway, and then she'll sit there like watching Apple TV on a Sunday. Uh -huh. She pulls out her little ba uh, travel baggies because she's a traveling you know, vet doctor. Uh -huh. So same thing. She just pulls out the turkey, throws the cheese on it, rolls it up. She makes little meat and cheese roll-ups and sticks them in yeah. little Ziploc bags. I used to call them to get my little guy to eat them. Um, we called them Superman rolls. The one, the artist Ooh, one. Nice. Yeah, I called them Superman rolls so that he would eat them. So they're, they've now been called, they're now Superman rolls in my house. But we just roll the meat and cheese together and they love to eat those as a snack. So that, you've got to cre create those healthy islands, those assembled, easily assembled, fueling healthy islands in your home. But nobody stays at home all day anymore. Most people don't. So your kids are going off to school. We're going off to work. We need to make sure that we're creating these healthy islands all around us, or it gets too easy to dive into the junk foods that are available when you get over hungry. So I'm busy. I'm all over the place. I'm driving to my schools to work with my athletes. I'm driving out to the gyms that I work with. I'm all over the place. My bag has nuts in it. It has, I almost always grab a yogurt and nuts when I'm walking out the door. I have hemp seeds, everything. I carry stuff with me all over the place. Um, well, what I'm hearing, let's where pause I real land, quick. Let's, uh -huh. let's pause real quick. Your little travel bag, right? Mm -hmm. This isn't a lot of stuff. No, that's that's what see, when you have the right when you have the right balance of fats and proteins, right? One hard boiled egg is very satiating. It's mm -hmm. very very filling. Um, so that's I think what I'm what we should pause on this. Back to your key word here. You wrote or I wrote, but you said simplicity. Oh, 100%. It is the beauty of simplicity is if you have the right nutrient dense food, you don't need a lot for these islands. Mm -mm. That's no. what I think people need to understand. It does not need to be complicated. I will, you know, of course you need to shop smart so that you've got yourself set up for success at home. So I will reach into my fridge and I grab my whole milk yogurt I, and I grab a thing of fruit and I grab a thing of nuts and seeds and I throw it in my lunchbox and I'm out the door. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes I'll add to that if I want to, I'll throw hard boiled eggs, I'll throw in avocado, but you've just Keep it easy to assemble and then set up these islands for yourself wherever you land the most frequently. So some of the gems that I work from the most, I have some protein powders stashed there. I've got nuts stashed there. I have things stashed to keep me from getting because one of my biggest downfalls is I get so over busy, I forget to eat. So, oh, so I have to really set have like up a, a, a semi-permanent depot like you. Yeah. So when you when you show up the next time there you may or may not be bringing a resupply. Mm -hmm. And even if you don't, because you didn't bring it in that day, you know there's still something there. 
there's something there. Yep. Mm -hmm. I set up these little safety nets for myself all over the place and I do it for my kids as well. So they take with them, they have in their lockers, they've got nuts, um, they've got seeds. They really love sunflower seeds. So they've always got sunflower seeds. Um, I do send them with peanut butter crackers um, because they're kids and I've got to keep them happy in that regard. I send them with jerkies um, and they have like the chocolate milk or shakes that they like to drink. They're a pretty clean alternative to some of the other prepackaged shakes and they fall in are a two to one ratio. Are they at least giving it a, a full whole milk in the chocolate or I mean? There are some fats. Yeah. Okay, and good. it's, it's like, yeah. It's lower sugar than regular chocolate. Whole milks. different podcast, but dear yeah. Lord, stop drinking skim milk, people. It's just, it's just, it's just a sugar bomb. You strip, <laughs> oh, no. you strip all the healthy fats out. Yeah, we're a whole milk family for sure. Um, but those shakes are—they're not. I don't think that they are. Honestly, I have to double check, but I don't think that they're made from whole milk. But there are fats. It's hard in to find them. that. I mean, yeah. trying to find. But for, they have nuts and seeds in their locker, so if they're having that shake and they're having sunflower seeds with it. They yeah. get their fats, even if the fats aren't in the shake. Well, like your, uh, your tip for yogurts here, right? Mm -hmm. Do you know how hard in this country compared to other countries it is to find a full, Whole milk a, yogurt. A full fat yogurt? Yes, it's it, very it, It's like pulling strings out of, mm -hmm. out of like the Bermuda Triangle. I'm like, there what are all these high sugar, but now they're like high protein. Well, that's great. But can we pull back the sugar and add some fat? Yeah. You know, Everybody's, I mean, I'm not anti-protein, but come on, let's get a better balance. Let's stop hyper-focusing only one macronutrient. And, and stop being lazy small. with your yogurt. If you, any yogurt that you buy that already has fruit put in it, FYI, you're going to get a little bit of a sugar spike off of that because yeah, there's, there's, even though there's expiration dates on it, it's not, it's not the same. Like you're mm -hmm. better off buying a giant tub of, of hopefully whole milk sourced or yeah. fat yogurt. I love the Siggy's 4%. That's Siggy's does a good favorite. job. Yeah. Oh, shout shout so out good. to Siggy's. They, yeah. the Icelandic uh, yogurt company, it is a little more of a premium, but man, so worth it, it. So good. So good. And it, I it, use that dressing. I use that for bases and salad dressings. Yeah. I use it all the time. It's a good product. The other thing I and like it, about it, them not is as bitter. It's really good. See, there you go. I was going to say, because it's less bitter, my other hack, if you want to go off of the fruit train like I did, dude, things like cinnamon, nutmeg, right? Mm -hmm. you, or you could just, I just sprinkle, uh, that that becomes your flavor. Like if, if it's mm -hmm. too boring for you, try that because that's not sugar. That's brilliant. Like you're putting yeah. ground cinnamon over that. And cinnamon is great for you, by the way. Yeah, but it is really good for you. I was just going to say you're adding more nutrient density while you're adding flavor. How am I doing, Aaron? <laughs> doing great. <laughs> Gold stars for you. I, I, I don't have your, your, I, I got to share again here, ladies and gentlemen, because I'm, um, again, follow her on Instagram, but also follow her on Facebook too, because she posts fun stuff like this. She's out there hitting the climbing gym. Um, <laughs> yeah. but, but I mean, like it, it's, Again, you're the nutritionist. So I, uh, a lot of what I've done is studying professionals like you and mm -hmm. doing my own self-taught thing. Like, Oh, my middle son made that. Oh, I love the story behind that. Yes. Can I tell that? Yes, we're sharing a picture. It looks like eggs and bacon. It is pancetta, eggs, and potato. Oh, so you have pancetta? My middle, pancetta. Mm. My middle son was complaining that there was no food in the house because what that really translates to is there was no quick junk food in the house. And I said, there's plenty of food in the house. Go find something to make. And, um, which is how I was raised. I was not raised with easily accessible 
foods that I could just grab. I always had to make my foods. Um, So if I wanted eggs, I had to cook eggs. If I want, uh, there was, there were no pop tarts, there were no cookies, there were no crustables. There was none of that in my house. And um, that's how I raised my kids. And so my son saying there's nothing to eat, then goes into the, the kitchen, takes a fresh potato, cut it up, made his own hash browns, cooked in the all of this in, in avocado oil as well that nice. cooked in his scrambled eggs and added pancetta so he went from there's nothing in the house to that the same child makes his own hollandaise sauce so they, i i don't know i feel like it was a mom win because one how he's he? learning how to cook this one was the, he was 16 this is my middle son so he's learning how to cook um, and he's learning to assemble real food instead of just going to the cabinet and grabbing a box of crackers and binging on that. He's learning how to prep real fresh food. Plus like th- a, a food like a pancetta. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. The, the rich fats in that, the flavor profile is awesome. Yeah. Now, oh gran- my gosh, that was delicious. Now buddy. granted, because I got to throw in my style here. The only thing I would change is I would strip out, you know, the, the potato. That's it. Yeah, but, but that's there's just a me. difference. That's He's me. a 16-year-old growing boy. You're a grown man. Right, he and here's the deal. He himself differently. Oh my God. A kid at 16 eating this, whether there's potatoes in yeah. there or not, so much of a healthier choice, right? Yes, like- and my future daughter-in-law owes me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, interesting. Yes. Because if he's He's learning to cook at 16 like this, Mm -hmm. by the way, is that a cast iron skillet? Um, It is. That one actually is not cast iron. It looks like it. It's it's a well-seasoned pan. Gosh, I can't even remember. Anodized steel? I can't remember what they are. I got them. 20 plus years ago. But you're, yeah, you're not using the, the modern non-stick pans no. that eventually start flaking and everything else. No. I don't, don't care. want those chemicals in my food. Thank no. you. Another hack, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I went back to the old school. I only cook in my, I have a cast iron skillet mm. and then I bought one of the square models that have like the raised ridges. Yeah. So, How do you like it? Like the grill pan? That's a pan. Um, here's the issue. That thing smokes a lot more because obviously the fats and stuff start falling down below. And I, and I thought about it. I'm like, you know, I want that flavor in my meats and my foods. So I mm-hmm. find myself using the round cast iron skillet all the time. So yeah. it's, I, I, I don't know what it is. I've been looking at and eyeing Dutch ovens too, like wanting to get myself a cast iron Dutch oven. Haven't I, done it yet, but ooh. it's on my, every time I like see them, I'm like, hmm. That would be the next house because we have a small kitchen here. So uh, see, I'm that's like, just it. I don't have space to store all right, of it. Right, right. I get so, you. Like, <laughs> we're lean, and I like it lean and mean. Like this house was built in 1910, so it's got that old construction. There's not a lot of big open rooms. So, mm-hmm. um, but this is still this is great. Like this is an ex- I mean, granted, this is not a food island, but actually, this can mm-hmm. become a food island. I eat cold eggs and bacon all the time. It's already been cooked. Like. Last mm-hmm. night, I, or yesterday afternoon, I had to go to a, a quick meeting with my client. So I had leftover uh, ground-up venison that I'd cooked in my skillet last, last or, uh, Thursday night. So mm-hmm. I, I took it to the meeting. I'm driving down the road. <laughs> I, I literally keep a camping fold-up spork in my in my in my car. Like this, this is. The, this is <laughs> I told you, we joked around. I'm a, I'm a gearhead. I was so, just gonna say it. Gear, it's in a gear. it's in a Velcro case, so I can literally with one hand while driving reach in. <laughs> I can Velcro it, pull the spork out, flip it with one thumb, lock it into position, and I just start chowing down. The, the, the Tupperware is sitting on the center console. My eyes never left the road. I'm completely safe. Just just eating, eating my meat, going down the road. <laughs> eating your meat, going down the road. 
But again, um, <laughs> obviously it's a leaner meat. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. it's it's more wild. It's it's venison. Yeah. But the flavor profile is amazing. And now that flavor, those fats from cooking that are sitting in my skillet right now. So when mm. you and I get done, because I've done my intermittent fasting all morning, I'm gonna bang out a five egg omelet, make my bacon. It's gonna Yum. be amazing with all that extra flavor in the pan. Ugh, I'm getting hungry. You're- you're you're dealing with your whenever I sit with clients and it's like around a meal time and they start telling me their food like what they've eaten I start to like lose track of the appointment and obsess over the food right (laughs) like what you're doing now I get it but you're a sports nutritionist like and here's the thing I I know we've been really with the day and we have we've dug deeper into this food island piece I mean again Mm -hmm. I love the the egg bake idea that's you really gave me a new idea because I, I eat so much. <laughs> like, even though I joke around about intermittent fasting, Kristen tells me all the time, she's like, you're just a bottomless pit. You just keep going. And I said, well, Ooh. when it's all good food, mm-hmm. you have more energy. If you have more energy, you're doing more health and fitness activities. So I just keep going. And by the way, I'll be 41 next month. What? Wow. So, yeah. Nice, Scott. So y- you hit on some good, easy, easy shopping tips. The yogurts, whole, find full fat if you can. Um, nuts, seeds, meats and cheese, Superman rolls. Yeah, let's add to that. Cottage cheese. Organic, full-fat cottage cheese is another solid go-to that I use all the time. And my kids actually really like it. It's something that a lot of people don't enjoy because it it takes getting used to. But whole-fat cottage cheese or 4% milk-fat cottage cheese, is I use it all the time. Well, I I think – here's the deal. And again, I'm not the the scientist, but I mean I already know from – talking to scientists and also people who understand that how this stuff works is the average person who's worried about a dairy allergy is relating to traditionally processed milk. Mm. Things like grass fed butter, uh, cottage cheese, yogurts, and regular traditional cheeses are not processed the same way as milk. So this lactose thing and everything else, like I find a lot of people that say they have an issue with dairy. I'm like, have you tried just doing grass-fed butter or just like mm-hmm. full-fat yogurts and cottage cheeses? Experiment there and just yeah. As an adult, you, I, I trust me. I grew up on a dairy farm. Yeah, I, we're the only mammal on this planet that's still consuming milk. I'm like, guys, like there's so many other amazing yes dairy-sourced products. Once that dairy's been enzyme processed, the lactose count usually goes down because the bacteria that that you're processing with the cheese or the yogurt, they're consuming some of that lactose. So the lactose count goes down. So once it's been enzyme processed, if you are lactose sensitive. Oh, we lost her there for a second. Well, that was fun. Well, let's pause and see if she pops back. I think she might have accidentally gotten disconnected, ladies and gentlemen. Stand by. And we're back. It was like she never left. So, technology magic. Technology magic. So, we were hitting obviously just on the whole enzymatic thing and how things are processed and this and cottage cheese. And so, how do we want to help people finish understanding that whole stuff, whole part? I've been asked an awful lot, just like we've mentioned before in previous podcasts about fats being over vilified and salts being over vilified. I think that dairy is another one of those things that sometimes has been over vilified because yeah, it is bad for some people. Some people cannot digest certain dairy products for some people they react and it is pro-inflammatory, but even for a lot of people who have a reaction to some 
if it's a lactose intolerance, not a dairy allergy, a dairy allergy is different. That's not a, the lactose intolerance is uh, not, you're not, your body's not producing enough of the lactase enzyme to break down the lactose sugar. So you can't absorb it and get GI distress, you get sick, you get inflamed gut, all that bad stuff. Um, other people, it's actually a protein antigen allergy and that's different. All dairy across the board, they're gonna react to, two of my kids have had that issue. So it's very different from a lactose intolerance. So if you are somebody who has a lactose intolerance, some of the enzyme processed dairy products have a lower lactose count and you might actually be able to tolerate them. And a lot of times the ones that are enzyme processed are loaded with probiotics as well. Mm. In, if you can tolerate a little bit of dairy, then I say spend your dairy, dairy tolerance on things that are going to give you the most bang for the buck and also inoculate your gut a little bit. So some kefirs, yogurts, things that have those probiotics that have been enzyme processed. And then when you go towards things that are higher fat and higher protein, you lose more lactose also because there's less carbohydrates. So when you're looking at cheeses and butter, there's less, um, there's, there's less lactose in those products as well. But just like a straight glass of milk can be terrible for some people, but totally fine for other people. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Some people have the genetic markers and everything else where they don't have that issue within their gut biology. But I mean, I think a whole different podcast, but the the power of our gut biology is still being evaluated, still being understood. And powerful stuff. It's so powerful because I literally have bulletproofed my gut to the point where I have friends about like, wait a minute, you don't buy any probiotic yogurts on a regular basis. And like, I have friends taking probiotics. I said, well, when you've removed the excessive sugar, which is so detrimental to the balance of your gut biology, it just beats the crap out of your system and all the manufactured food that we've talked about, you, you clean all that out and you, you put in good, clean whole food, nutrient density. You rebuild your, your balance of vitamins and minerals. Like, I've been at it for a while. I was like, well, then my body will heal. It's an amazing machine. It'll recover. And hopefully your gut biology will reflourish and yeah. the, the gut flora will, will re- rebalance. I'm going to put something on your radar screen. There's a lot of really interesting research going into that microbiome balance and mm. acid. Because athletes put themselves through different types of stressors and they're showing some stresses on the gut microbiome. Research is really, really early in that. So, fun book. Okay, cool. Does she do anything with athletes? I have not had her on the show yet. So, um, I've, but she, her, so ladies and gentlemen, I'm showing on the video The Microbiome Solution A Radical New Way to Heal Your Body from the Inside Out uh, by Robin, uh, I think it's pronounced uh, Chutkan. Uh, but she's the founder of the Digestive Center for Women and author of Gut Bliss, which is another book she put out. So I don't know if she's specifically working with athletes, but great book. Highly recommend it. I mean, especially if you're going to start geeking out about a microbiome. Like mm-hmm. I, this was the book that got me to just geek out. So yeah. it's yeah. powerful stuff. But again, one size, even with microbiome, one size does not fit all. So what somebody who has a more sedentary life, what their body is going through versus somebody who's more active, your body's going through a different level of stressors. So there's some really interesting research starting to evolve and develop with athletes and what their gut microbiome is going through. I completely agree with you. I mean, think about it. Athletic people like you and myself and the people you work with, we are consuming more food, more nutrients, more water, more air. 
So, which is why I'm such a big proponent uh, throughout an athletic cycle of going through and helping your body really amplify its natural detoxification process, which is why I do things like I, I, you know, nutritional cleansing and things like that. That's me. Right. But it's like, it's been, it's proven science that your body is fully capable of doing detoxification, but where you're to your point, where you're at in your healthy sedentary style versus active style. And for example, athletes more than anybody are consuming more of all of these things that could be contaminating and beating up their body. So it's very interesting. Also creating through the athletic training process, a higher degree of oxidative stress, which helps to encourage some of the adaptive processes that make us better athletes. We don't want to tamper down too much of that oxidative stress, but it's there. Oh yeah. Fighting free radicals, everything. We're, we're asking for more from our bodies. So they're studying the impact of what that looks like on microbiome. So again, still early in the research, but just putting it on your radar screen, but there's some support that maybe athletes do need to inoculate their guts a little more proactively. So I'm just putting that out there that you might want to consider. It doesn't have to be like a daily thing, but maybe more, well, you can, you eat fermented foods. So you're probably inoculating your gut anyway. I like a little occasional, uh, uh, well pickled anything really. I mean, (laughs) the pickling process and fermentation process goes back decades. I mean, if not really more than a century, I believe. So um, I'm not good with the whole history thing, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm thinking it goes back that pretty far. I mean, the whole, I mean, just look at the the historic, the history of a a country like Russia, like they, they pickled and fermented all kinds of stuff back there. So, um, how else are you going to survive those winters? Exactly. Yeah. So this has been another powerful backup episode. We went a hair longer than the one prior to this that we aired in September. So, wow. Um, so exciting. Uh, I'm excited with the, the, the new growth of your business. I mean, it's now this episode, we're airing this in October. So uh, just so much hustle going on. So with, with, with the growth of what you're doing now, and I'm sure you're, you're still doing things with Megan Cannon and everybody else. So when people are hearing this in, in October 2018, um, besides following you, uh, at Aaron Sparrow on Instagram, and I'll share one more time on the Facebook, um, you, your personal feed, you have a lot of cool shots of food nutrition. Yes. She's a fitness nut. She does. She does work out people. She's not just a sports nutritionist. She actually practices what she preaches. And yes, you can, you can actually find her at Aaron Smith Sparrow on, on the Facebook world too. So, but besides that, uh, Aaron, how would you want to close the show out? What's some final words for you? And maybe also for people who maybe want to talk to you and track you down. <laughs> well, I'm in the process of redoing all the branding, which we've already talked about. So right now, the best source of, to get a hold of me really is through social media at this point. Perfect. I'm hoping that by October, when you when we launch this, I can give you a website for to send people to as well. And I know you will. We'll have all this stuff in the show notes. So. Yeah. Um, so um, that's the best way to get a hold of me. But what I would like to leave people with is just a stronger encouragement to simplify the process for themselves so that they're assembling easy. Yes, simplify. It does not have to be a four-course gourmet meal every time you need to fuel yourself. Simplify the process and balance the nutrients. You mentioned the fruit thing. We tend to grab quick and easy and convenient. And yes, fruit is healthy, but balance that fruit out with some fat. So grab fruit, but also train yourself. I'm going to grab some almonds at the same time. Yeah. Make sure creating healthy islands for yourself in your home and anywhere you land for longer periods of time you'd be at work or school make sure that you're 
surrounding yourself with the tools you need for success. I'm loving this. So ladies and gentlemen, again, the prior episode was around the theme of sport, uh, sport nutrition period, you know, periodization or periodizing your, your food versus the daily foundation. And then we had dug into creating the healthy islands. So if you listen to this episode and you did not catch that one, please go back to September and listen to the prior episode with Aaron. And then obviously today we hit even deeper and heavily into this whole creating your healthy islands. So this has been another powerful fueling your health episode since we care so much about helping you balance and fuel your health, your business, and your lifestyle. So make sure you follow Aaron Sperold everywhere. And uh, if you don't know how to, that's fine because I hyperlink everything into the accompanying blog post that will be on livethefuel.com. So thanks for tuning in to another powerful and healthy, healthy Live the Fuel podcast show with sports nutritionist Aaron Sperold. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, fueling your health, fueling your business, fueling your lifestyle, and you too can live the fuel. We'll talk to you guys again soon. Hey there, Live the Fuel listeners. This is Scott Mulvaney, your chief intrepid officer, your podcast co-host and founder of Live the Fuel. Just want to take one to two minutes more of your time and give you a little extra value at the end of each of these episodes. Uh, First off, I wanted to make sure you guys got over to livethefuel.com and actually took advantage of my Super 7's resource guide. It's a free offer. And it just gives you uh, 21 different resources to fuel your own health, business, and or lifestyle success. Just some of the tools and applications that I've used and books that I've read uh, over the years to help me grow in a personal and a professional mindset. Now, while you're on the website, hop on over to the supported brands section. I created a new section on the website just to promote brands that I grow and have trusted in my personal and my professional life. I mean, there's, there's applications on there that I use in business-wise, but more importantly, healthy lifestyle-wise, there's companies that I've had founders on this show. Just a quick name drop them. You got Eat Pilly Nuts, you got Pure Vitamin Club, you got my connection with Isogenics since 2010, since I was wild and firefighting. Love to be able to help you get healthy and fit, lose weight or improve your athletic performance, or heck, in my case, I'm 40 now, age better. And uh, another quick little plug on there is Villa Capelli. Love their olive oil. And real quick note, Villa Capelli and E-Pilly Nuts, I have my own discount code. So go to lilyfield.com, click on the supporter brand section to get into the resources page, and you'll see my discount code. So enjoy that. Now, while you're on the website too, I've also now built another new tool for you guys, Fuel Library. So the Fuel Library is obviously, as it says, it's a library of the either digital audiobooks from Audible or physical books that I've either purchased, uh, borrowed, consumed, etc. Uh, heck, even actually half of these authors I've actually now had on the podcast. So feel free to go to Fuel Library. I've divided it into health, business, and lifestyle directed sections, and I've been building that out. I'm still looking to add a lot more content because there's tons of authors and amazing books out there. So again, go check that out as well. And then uh, two last things for you. One, Please, if you get a chance, get over to iTunes and give this show a review. It's going to help us grow the exposure and help other people out there in the world find Live the Fuel and also find these amazing co-hosts I bring on here to help them influence and hopefully positively change their health goals, their fitness goals, their business startup goals, their lifestyle, etc. So please, submit a review. I would love to be able to start reading your reviews on a future podcast. And the last thing I'm going to go in here with is my disclaimer. I'm throwing disclaimer in because honestly, I talk a lot about health on this show and business and obviously health and fitness impacts your lifestyle. So please, if you are suffering from a medical illness, 
a disease, etc. Remember, podcasts in general do not replace professional advice. So if you have concerns, please go obviously consult a professional. I do bring amazing professionals on this show, but in the end, this is free content that we're sharing over the podcast world. This does not replace obviously a one-on-one consultation, whether it be with a business consultant, a, a lifestyle coach, etc., or obviously a health or medical doctor. So again, that's just my quick disclaimer. This is free content. Take it as such, but please see your professionals. Thanks for listening, gang. Talk to you guys again soon. Thank you for subscribing to Live the Fuel. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Live the Fuel. And remember, you too can live the fuel. So please visit us at livethefuel.com.